Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing a podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Hello, my name is Dwayne Roberts. And I'm Jennifer Roberts. And we are doing a podcast that we've... Um, fondly called <laughs> roots the unseen life that's really beautiful jennifer why do we call it that i don't know we couldn't think of anything else no that's not true <laughs> that's not it <laughs> no i think it's um this is placed wrong what the heck you're um, a designer now i love it it's uh the storms of life are powerful and real right the storms of life can actually take you out uh-huh and uh and so for me, it is, what do I do in a crisis? I focus on my roots. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's it, I'm passionate actually about this. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> I, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little raspy. You got today. COVID, Dwayne? Um, I'm COVID free. Yeah. So let's not be um, pointing fingers. Okay. I don't have Although it Although we have several friends who have COVID at this moment. I'm COVID free. Yes, we are COVID free. Um, but uh, I don't know, like, we're in the context of some heavy things. Um, like, I just, I'm very aware of my title and role as a, as a leader. I know uh -huh. you don't know what I'm going to talk about right now. But <laughs> we had a, a leader in the body of Christ, uh, a high-profile leader in the body of Christ, um, really stumble into yeah. sin. And these times where... I mean, these are, are trying times we're in, and I think things are coming to the surface. Things are coming to light. Right. And and so, what as a believer, what do I do in crisis? Yeah. Uh, personal crisis, mm -hmm. um, circumstantial, relational. Um, what do I do? Right. And and so. I, I'm just, even in regards to this leader falling, it's just, I'm, I was actually really saddened by it. And I'm just like, that didn't have to happen. Uh-huh. And, and um, you read his, his response. I didn't, I haven't read it yet. I uh -huh. want to actually, but he, he kind of laid out, I just made a mistake. And it's, at the end of the day, it's a pretty simple thing. Mm -hmm. I, I stopped turning to the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I know I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah just. Yeah. And so here's what David, here's what King David did in a crisis. And I just want to highlight it. And then I want to make this practical and we're going to, we're going to do it. But here's what David did in Psalm, in first Samuel, excuse me, chapter 30, verse seven, uh, verse six, actually. Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him. Um, because of the soul of all the people was grieved. Now, that's intense. <laughs> like we don't have, you know, I mean, in, in the, the culture we live in, people don't get stoned. There are parts of the world where that still happens. But so let's substitute stone for people wanted to murder. Him. People hated him, hated him, disappointed, angry yeah. with him disillusioned with his leadership right. felt like he was where have you been leading us i mean there was great disappointment yes. in the people yes and i think greatly distressed yeah i think you know the the word today is anxiety that's overwhelming me that i can't function no, that's more than a word but yeah 
I'm there with you. <laughs> <laughs> but David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because of the soul of all the people was grieved. Yeah. And so there's there there was at this time there was massive disappointment mm -hmm. in in the heart of the of of his of those that were following him. Yeah. And it says every man for um uh, was greatly grieved every man for his sons and his daughters and so. This is when he, David's David's men um, went out to battle, and then um, he, another warring camp came and took everything, took their wives, their daughters, and all their possessions. And they come back, and I think believe it was the Amalekites who had come in actually, and and uh, and and taken all of their 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 belongings and all. So they're all fighting a battle. Yeah. Come back, and their camp is gone. It's destroyed. And Which. I mean, the Bible is so intense, but you, you read it quickly and you don't really step into it. Mm -hmm. This is really tragic. This would be one of the most, I think, tragic, disappointing, um, yeah. bewildering times of David's life. Yeah, 100%. And so the word greatly distressed, I think really we need to just flush that out. Uh -huh. He was in the lowest of the low. Yeah. I mean lost his men don't want to follow him anymore mm -hmm. um those men that have been so loyal to him because of his decision all of his men's possessions their families have been taken by a warring tribe yeah and they come back to a camp and that's the camp a bad is, day the camp is emptied and it's on fire yeah basically yeah and so um what i find interesting here is the in english as opposed to other translations I typically read, but in the English translation I read. <laughs> Go on, linguist. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Yeah. And and so I believe that this is the lost art. Yeah, I agree. That perhaps we um, don't have ignored. Yeah. And we go to many other places for strength when we need to be strengthened, when, when we're in great distress. Mm -hmm. Um, entertainment, friends, coffee, um, sin, pornography. Oh, I just need to have sex with my girlfriend mm -hmm. just to get me that feeling. I mean, we go to all of these different yeah. places. And, and David, I believe, has set an incredible example where he strengthened himself in the Lord. Yeah. And I, I, I want us to, we're going to give you a little practice of what that means and or unless what that means for us mm -hmm. and how do we do that? Mm -hmm. Because um, I believe it's almost the lost art of where do I find my strength and where do I get equipped? Yeah, I think that's good. I think something I want to highlight also is that this has application for just everyone, basically everyone. You know, the you love Jesus, you're going through a stressful time, you can strengthen yourself in the Lord. And but the the what I want to highlight also is the pressure that a leader feels, it's insane. And and I remember when I wasn't a leader and then when I was a leader. The 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 moment you have a title, there's a level of projection because you're a leader, there's a level of pro projection from people that follow you that 
happens without people realizing it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. leadership slash authority represents something. And so if someone had a bad dad, they had a bad pastor, they had bad whatever, all of a sudden, when you step into that role, you have that projection put upon you. And so there's there's already a level of pressure and and leaders are human beings. And so I think often we need to humanize leaders again. They have feelings, they have emotions, they have uh, living in a fishbowl, so to speak. You know, there, there's just a lot of pressure and expectation. And if, if you were a manager at Apple, um, you know, Apple computers, Dwayne, not the, not the fruit. Um, there isn't necessarily an expectation for you, for your character, for your integrity, for all of that. There's an expectation for you to do your job well. But in, in, in the Christian world, there and, and there should be, if you're going to be a leader in the body of Christ, there needs to be a higher standard. Well, Paul lays it out very clearly. Lays it out there, very clearly. There is a higher standard. There is a higher standard. But in addition to that, there's a lot of pressure. And so, and, and I'm saying all that because David, he didn't just lose his, his family and his possessions. He lost the respect of his men. He, he felt the pressure that, oh my gosh, I caused this. Yeah. Did I cause this? Yes. And the second guessing. And... This is intense. And so as, and, and we're leaders in the body of Christ, I easily run around, chase my tail, do other things. And then when I strengthen myself in the Lord to go, why didn't I do this in the beginning? Mm -hmm. And there's just a level of rest and peace and satisfaction that comes when you strengthen yourself in the Lord. And so I'm impressed by David. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have never faced what he faced I have my own set of, you know, difficult circumstances, but they really do pale in comparison to what he just walked into and that his response was to strengthen himself in the Lord. I'm I'm provoked by that. Right. And I believe that it's an essential tool, weapon, whatever you want to call it, that every believer needs to develop. Yeah. Because if we don't develop this, um, you're going to be massively disillusioned because uh -huh. um, following Jesus, um, I'm just so aware following Jesus costs me everything. Yeah. And it is not a call to victory for the rest of my life. And there are going to be those, those valleys that you walk through, mm -hmm. the disillusionment, the hurt from others. Mm -hmm. Um, the misunderstandings, the rug, the wrestle and struggle to walk out of sin and hate sin. Mm -hmm. it, it, the, 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 the journey can be bewildering and disillusioning. Yeah. And if you do not understand how to find strength in God by yourself, you're not going to, um, I don't know how successful you'll be in, in establishing strength in your faith. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I, and I realize that's a big statement, but I'm just not sure how, how strong you will be. Uh -huh. And so that's where I believe... You can only grin and bear it so long. Without a doubt. Uh -huh. And and I believe the pressures they're being put upon us in 2020. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in, we're in Colorado here, 
in Denver and they're talking about another full on shutdown. I just heard more conversation about it today. And, and so I'm like, restaurant owners are going to be decimated if we close the restaurants again. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, you know, we've been limping for nine months. And so I'm just, you know, if you're a business owner and this hits you, this is heavy, you know? Right. And so that's where, that's where I believe, you know, David was an example of, I believe what a believer should do when you're in the midst Mm -hmm. of crisis. Mm Mm-hmm personal crisis mm-hmm. you know and so he strengthened himself yeah in god and so i want us to to model that today yeah and, and so we're gonna actually and if you got your bible um, and you're listening to this podcast i would i would encourage you to get out your bible and go along with us we're gonna look at psalm 34 mm-hmm. we're we're gonna be reading from the new king james version so that's gonna be the language and so Jennifer and I actually this morning we prayed this psalm and I'll show you what we did and we're just going to kind of model it we might not hit the whole thing Mm -hmm. but I want us to show you what it looks like for Dwayne and Jennifer to strengthen themselves in the Lord I don't know what David did exactly but I'm positive some of what you're going to see us do he did Mm -hmm. yeah well I think of you know when is it Psalm 40 or Psalm 42? I'm not exactly sure. It When David says, um, why are you downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. And so that's, that's another layer of strengthening himself in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to stop listening to our soul and preach to our soul. Yeah. And especially in the midst of a storm. Yeah. So, all right, let's, let's do this. But it's, it was ambivalent that he, he, um, pretended to be mad before uh-huh. and and so he he actually had sinned here uh-huh. in this whole situation there were you know and so in this situation he sinned and now and now this is even a prayer of it and there's not a whole lot of repentance in this um but um i think it's it's powerful what he did here and so let's just look at it uh-huh. so um jennifer um who went first this morning um, uh, I did. Okay. So then I get to go first now. So what Jennifer and I do <laughs> is we, we find certain scriptures and then we read a verse at a time and then we pray it. And then we do this cause we're one as in married. Um, so, but we just go back and forth and we read it and then we pray it. And then when we're done, we take over. And so, but I also do this on my own. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. I, when um because I don't need Jennifer for everything I do. Yeah, you do. But <laughs> I'm your help me. All right, let's go. Psalm 34, verse one. All I right. will bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And so, um, we we read it, and then I just say today, I'm going to bless you. Um, as David lifted his voice and said, "I will bless you at all times," I choose in my current circumstance to take my eyes off of myself and to bless you and that praise will continually be in my mouth that means father that i will continually describe how great you are Mm -hmm. and that from my very inner being praise that place of adoration and worship Mm -hmm. will be a part of my life before you in this current crisis Mm -hmm. 
Verse 2, my soul, excuse me, <clears throat> my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. So Lord, I thank you that, that I'm not leaning on my own strength today. I am coming to you and I am saying, you are my strength. Yes. That's where I boast, that I, I can boast in you. My strength is in you and the humble shall hear of it. Those that also are finding their strength in you will be provoked by a company of people that are finding their strength in the Lord. Verse three, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So in the midst of crisis, I take my eyes off of my current struggle. Mm -hmm. They do not define you and who you are, my Amen. crisis. And so I lift my eyes towards you. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. I, I set you before me and I lift my eyes unto you. That's where my help comes from. Mm -hmm. And I join with those around me and we exalt you above this situation. We exalt you above every problem in my life. And God, you are bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And I exult and lift you above every situation in my life. Amen. Verse four, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Yes. I love this. Yes. I, I just, I'm going to say it. I, I, what I love about it is when you're in this place of distress, you don't know if you're being heard. And this is, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Amen. There's something beautiful about being heard by the Lord. And he delivered me from all my fears. And, and so when we go through it, then I just, I let those fears I have rise up. And I go, okay, you're going to deliver me from this and this and this. And there's a place of strength of laying it at his feet. Verse five, this is one of our, are verses that has really been important mm -hmm. to Jennifer and myself. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. Amen. They looked to him. And so this is important. I, I take my eyes and I focus them on the Revelation 4 throne room of God. And when I look at you, the glory that you possess, that mm -hmm. radiant glory comes and touches my life. Mm -hmm. And I will not be ashamed when I set my eyes upon you. Mm -hmm. And in this current situation, I look to you. I behold you. And as I look upon you, I am transformed. Mm -hmm. Verse six, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Lord, I thank you. When we cry out, you hear us. You're listening and you're mighty to save. You save us out of all our troubles. Thank you, God. And so I just want to let's take a pause here. And so what what is happening in, in this conversation that we're having and what is taking place mm -hmm. is there is a transformation, a change, an exchange taking place. Yes. And that, that hopelessness that I feel because of my circumstances, because of my bad decisions, because right. of 
people's pain and anger towards me, those things that are heavy, that are defining me, those thoughts that I can't get rid of that are, it's just that 24 seven conversation uh-huh. and it's cyclical and it's getting me emotionally down. What we're doing is we're silencing a lot of those voices and we're strengthening our spirits and we're intellectually changing the conversation in our mind with truth. Right. Because you are the God that delivers people out of fear. Uh Uh-huh. You are the God that takes and listens to the poor man, verse six, and saves him out of his troubles. Yeah. You're the God that hears me even when I don't even know if you hear me. Right. But you do. Right. And what is happening is I am rewriting the conversation in my mind. It's so good, Dwayne. Thank you. Well, well, no, keep going. I don't want to interrupt you. I'm strengthening my spirit by this. Yes. And, and so we've done this the last two days. Uh We're, we're facing some challenges. And so we just said, here's what we're going to do. Jennifer and I, we're going to pray together for the next season every day and we're going to read the psalms we're going to read scripture and pray it today and we've done this many times many times in our life and and the reason that um we even are doing this particular um psalm is because of the dream i had several years ago when we were in a a kind of a turning point moment yes and i had a dream and i said to the a person in the dream what should we do where should we go? What What's happening? Yeah. And all they said in the dream was Psalm 27 and Psalm 34. It, and it didn't give insight as to what to do, but we just for that, for months actually, we just prayed every night together, one night with Psalm 34, one night with Psalm 27. Yep. And just to go off the point you just made, Dwayne, I, th- there's something that changes in me when we do this. Mm. I, I start out maybe a little grumpy, a little bit resistant, and I, I recognize by the end of it, things have shifted inside and there's hope inside of me. Uh-huh. And so, again, this is called strengthening yourself in the Lord. And there's many ways to strengthen yourself in the Lord, but this is a practical one, and that's why we're doing this. And to me, it's, 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 I'm going to put it almost in the category of the number one way, uh-huh. is to use the Bible to worship and to pray. Yes. Use the Bible to help me uh, lift my voice before the Lord and it changes things right. for me. Right, And so, again, you, you might be in the midst of a crisis. You might be in the midst of a challenge. And those, those places you typically go, go, I want to encourage you to go to another place, yeah. the Word of God. Yeah. Um, I, I know that I have been in places where it's super challenging. Like if I can open up and tell you a little bit of a season um, about what it would have been a year and a half ago, um, there was unbelievable financial pressure in our life. Um, There was pressure on our, just every area of our life. And so we've had a running conversation in amongst um, our middle daughter, Chloe, Jennifer and I this last week. And it was around what did dad do during that really stressful time? (laughs) (laughs) And so we had a family vacation. I mean, extended my extended family. And so it was, you know, my brothers and his family, my sister and her family, and then my mom and my dad, or excuse me, it's just my dad. And 
the the conversation around that's been going on this week is dad during that vacation you just hid in your room and watched netflix and i'm going i did not and so <laughs> it's been the joke but i am willing to admit that maybe i watched a little bit more netflix than i should have <laughs> when went on a family vacation but the point is I know that in that season, I was under a tremendous amount of stress uh -huh. and pressure, and yeah. it felt like we were in a vice grip in that season. A lot of pressure was going on. And in that, I, 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 I went to Netflix, mm -hmm. and I binged on Netflix. Mm -hmm. and, and, and David's going, when you're in that pressure, don't, don't go to these places that feed your flesh. Mm -hmm. Um, go to these places that feed your spirit. And what I mean by that is the, 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 the word of God, the place of prayer, the place of worship, it actually strengthens your spirit and your spirit then begins to dictate to your emotions. Yes. It begins to dictate to how you feel. Uh -huh. And that's why I believe this is significant. Right. And I know that we're, we're pausing and stopping and, but I think also what's important, even as we're going through this, is we're honest in our prayer with the Lord. Yes. And it's not a call to just, you know, you know, white knuckle it. Totally. And it's, just as this, this is the word of God and boom, that's it. And that yes. settles it. Yep. I am, I am very honest with the Lord. I'm not afraid to be honest with him. Uh -huh. He already sees it anyway. He sees my struggle anyway. So I invite him into the process Absolutely. as opposed to presenting my best foot forward because it doesn't help, but this helps. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, all right, should we keep going? I mean, let's this just, is long. Yeah, I don't know that we want to do all of this. I mean, let's just skip a little bit. Like, um, cause here, uh, verse 13 and 14, you know, this is what we did this morning. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Uh -huh. And so Jennifer and I, we actually blessed people today in our prayer. Uh -huh. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from um, speaking deceit. And so we blessed people today. Right. And we chose to, these individuals, we named people today. We named certain ministries even today just even other ministries, just because we do not want to speak negatively about people. We want to bless people. Right. And in doing that, look at verse 15. Um, I'll pray it, and then you can do the next one, Jen. Okay. Because the next one's hard. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. And just, Father, your eyes are on me. I am seeking to pursue righteousness mm -hmm. and your ears are open to my cry. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mind blowing. It is. It is. God of eternity, you're listening to my cry. Mm -hmm. I feel weak in every area of my life, but you're listening to me. Oh, how I love your way. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm telling you, this is super practical. Yeah. But this is what it means to be strengthened by the Lord. Yeah. You pray the word and it transforms you. Yeah. It's literally living and active. Um, it's so funny. You give me this one. Verse 16. The face <laughs> of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the, from the earth. And you know, what's interesting about this, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Yeah. 
in, in the previous verse, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay. I am, I am against the, you know, the Lord is saying, I'm against those who do evil. Totally. If, if you want to go your own way, you get to go your own way. Right. And that's what this is stating here. And then everyone wants to have a legacy. Everyone does. But to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth, this mm. is, if you're not walking the ways of God, there's no legacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just think of us, our weak attempt to love Jesus our weak attempt to follow him. And we're going, we're going to have a legacy that is, that is beautiful in him. So anyway, go on, honey. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears verse 17 and he delivers them out of their troubles. I love that. You know, and so it's a theme. Jennifer and I have been having troubles for a while. In, in just a partic- couple of particular areas in our life. And so today, I don't see a change in my circumstances in these areas that we were praying about mm-hmm. today. But I am righteous because of the work of Christ. I am righteous because of the pursuit of my life. Mm-hmm. And the Lord hears and he delivers. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where I find confidence and I realign myself. God, right. you have not yet delivered me, but you will. Yes. And the time f- uh, frame for your deliverance is in your hands, but I am putting confidence you will deliver. And it's that place again of strengthening myself in the Lord. Yeah, yeah. 18, the, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Oh, I love this. Like I, I think of every time I feel like my heart is broken, the Lord is near to me. Uh-huh. It's a promise. Like that's a powerful promise that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. And so the the lie of the enemy is that I'm alone. The lie of the enemy is that you're alone, that we're isolated, that he's not there. But the truth is he puts our tears in a bottle. He's there. He's more attentive. He's near to us. And save such as have a contrite spirit or those who are who are sorry that mm-hmm. you know, it's just beautiful. That he's near to those that are humbling themselves. Yeah. And I love that. It's beautiful to me. And then it ends with this. I mean, it doesn't end with this, but verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And so um, it's hard for me not to preach, but this is, you know, David is making a statement. Just because you've proven yourself, I mean, just because you posture yourself to follow the Lord does not mean it's going to be your de- best days ahead. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I, I'm getting irritated with that. The best is yet to come. Uh-huh. Um, there's truth in that, but it uh-huh. seems to be a humanistic approach sometimes when we say the best is yet to come. Uh-huh. And, and I'm going, not always. Uh-huh. You know, ultimately, without a doubt, absolutely, for sure. But mm-hmm. the next six months might not be my best. Uh-huh. Afflictions are a part of what it means to follow the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is that I make some choices, and so it's going to cost me. Yeah, it's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. And I just—I've got so many things going on in my head because of where we're even talking about today. The Book of Job. I mean, we do not talk much about this, but afflictions of the righteous are real. Mm-hmm. But look at this: the Lord delivers him out of them 
all. Yeah, I love that. And in the maturing process that comes forth when we are afflicted, Mm -hmm. the Lord will deliver us. Yeah. And I I feel like um, so many times the scriptures do not seem to be evident or come to pass. And I think half it is because we don't stick and walk through the process with the Lord. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where for me in strengthening myself, I go, Lord, I'm not here because I've sinned. I'm here because you've allowed these processes to bring forth maturity. Mm -hmm. And so Lord, I'm leaning in that you would deliver me out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's good. And I, I think of, you know, we have an opportunity to be loyal to Jesus in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes I look at someone else's life and I go, are you kidding me? Mountaintop to mountaintop to mountaintop. Uh-huh. And I can get jealous mm-hmm. and I can get frustrated and go, what? Why does it seem like everything that person touches turns to gold? Yes. And, you know, and maybe we're in a, a, a difficult season or someone else is a difficult season, but victory in that difficult season is that God is good and yeah. you believe that he's good and Amen. you still love him and you didn't throw in the towel. Amen. And I think often we have an expectation that victory is we don't, we don't struggle with jealousy or we don't struggle with comparison. Well, no, we do. Yeah. We just come to him with it. And we say, even though I'm not seeing this, I'm preaching to my own soul, you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. And so there's something about strengthening yourself in the Lord, staying steady in every season, that is victory. And that's where I believe that this is more normative to the life of a believer than some of what we teach and some of what we preach. Sure. And that's where, for me, I believe that what we just have been talking about today, it is really important that you learn how to do this on your own. Yeah. Um, I really believe that I need to be listening and and under the teaching of the Word, I Mm -hmm. believe. But I also believe there has to come a time in my faith walk in my faith where I choose to actually begin to feed myself and right. strengthen myself. Right. And this is just, this was just a podcast kind of just super practical, but I believe it is, it is the lost art. I think yeah. of, of what it means for many of us to find that, that ultimate strength in the Lord yeah. and where our, our circumstances perhaps don't change immediately, but our perspective and our, our, our attitude yeah, yeah. And our posture of our heart changes. Yeah. So I would encourage people, I mean, find a portion of scripture, find a Psalm or Ephesians two. When you start to break down Ephesians two to find out what we have in Christ, read that out loud. Uh-huh. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yes. And you just, I think even when you're saying it out loud, that's what's helpful for us, in my opinion. We're yes. doing this out loud together. Yep. And so if you're doing it alone, do it out loud. There, there's, I think there's something about hearing it. Faith comes by hearing. And it's, it's your statement. You're hearing it. It's helpful to strengthen you. So I, I'm, I'm encouraging everyone, find that portion. Fi- find that chunk of scripture and strengthen yourself in the Lord. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. 
My name is Dwayne Roberts. I'm Jennifer Roberts. And please be looking. Um, Jennifer's book, The Journey, is, should be on Amazon any day. Um, perhaps if you're listening to this a little bit later, it will already be on Amazon. I'm excited about this, super excited about it. And uh, if you're in November-ish, December of 2020, you're listening to this, we got a free course out on DwayneAndJennifer.com. Um, <laughs> 2020, what the heck? I think it'll be a class that just kind of, we give you some of our thoughts and I believe a little bit even of what the Lord is saying in 2020. Uh-huh. So, uh, or at least thought provoking. Absolutely. And did we mention it's free? <laughs> Not everything's free these days, but this is. Yeah, go check it out. DwayneJeffer.com. Subscribe, link, like, ring the bell. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. God bless. See you next week.